Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. The story. Today FM. Now, if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen some of this man's videos. Comedian Michael Fry is in the hot seat for What's the Story this week. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are you? Nice to have you in studio. I'm used to looking at you on my Twitter feed. Yeah, um, I'm probably much bigger than you think. Yeah. Than you thought I was. You know? Yes, I thought you were like an inch tall. Yeah. <laughs> How have you found this kind of meteoric rise to recognition? And people, I presume, people see you in the street and go, oh, "This is your man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird. It's always really nice when people do that. Yeah. Like uh, the oddest one I got was this man who went past, and he obviously didn't know my name, but he knew who I was, and he just went, "Ah." Oh. And then that was it. Either I'm famous or he has chronic back pain. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think a lot of people forget where they've seen me from and assume they know me from somewhere as well. So it's okay. this kind of thing where they're like, oh, hey. And then they're like, no, I didn't meet you at a party or whatever. You, I just yeah. got you from my phone. Like, you know, yeah. so. Well, the nice thing about you coming on this show is because uh, you may be reaching a new audience who aren't familiar with your online stuff. So mm. um, if we over explain what you do, uh, forgive us. But mm. like, one of the things that you're most famous for is taking pivotal moments in generally Irish culture, but could be around the world, and turning them into uh, indie songs mm-hmm. uh, where you perform all the musical instruments and you perform, perform all the characters. That's why I was hoping you you would come in in your, your anorak with the hood. Yeah, the, well, key, the other lads aren't here today. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the magic of radio, we have all the lads here because let's take a listen to these. There's a few of the songs that Michael's put together. There's things like Aoife McGregor, do you remember her? voice note about the neck <laughs> uh, don't feel on Roy Keane Nadine Coyle's date of birth and Liam Payne's interview after the Oscars have a listen <laughs> recently because you appeared in Dairy Girls yeah um, what was that like it was mental because I I was such a big fan of the show anyway it was one of my favourite shows and then I was asked I almost missed the message on Twitter as well because it went into my requests to audition for it and I was like just excited I told my flatmates like oh I'm auditioning for Dairy Girls and that was enough for me I thought it was fine like as long as they they'd acknowledge me and see me that was grand and then they gave it to me and I was like oh my god (laughs) So um yeah it was it was mental and it was it was such an odd shoot as well because it was on an actual moving train. Mm. Um so the logistics for that are mad because you have to move in the same direction the whole time. You only have a certain amount of track that you can go down. The space of a train is quite small. Yeah. So like there's you know I've I've a picture where the cameraman is actually sitting on all of the Dairy Girls laps just to film my face. <laughs> um so yeah logistically really weird really strange 
kind of stuff. It was mad to see everybody in person. Uh, well, you're part of TV folklore. I mean, if you think of Father Ted, there were so mm-hmm. few episodes, and there's there's comedians who were in that just like, okay, I'll turn up for the day, and suddenly became immortalized mm. because even though it may have been a small part. We all remember them so well. It's mental. It is. It's 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 mad to think I was part of a show like that, especially after seeing the finale there and like mm. how important it is and all that kind of stuff. To think I was in a show that was that important and that huge with people like Nicola Coughlin, who's like a global megastar now, or Shabba yeah. Tweedy and all that kind of stuff. And I met those people, had the crack of those people is is nuts. You, you know? two could be wearing a massive dress at the Met Gala next Here's year. Open. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, an, and an indie hooded jacket. You know, it's yeah. all the important things. Uh, come here, yeah. Michael Fry. What's the story? Okay, so I, I'm going to talk about my time in France. All right. Uh, there was two incidents where I had to run away. Uh, two, <laughs> two separate years, two different summers. Uh, so the first one, I did one of those kind of work away organic farming things. Oh, oh yeah. Me and my friends, because I did French in college, uh, me and my friends decided, oh, we'll go to France for the summer. We'll, we'll go for a few weeks. And we applied to this vineyard, didn't do much research. Got there, nobody spoke French, so it was like this English guy and his American <laughs> wife. Wow, way to improve your French. Yeah, so it was like, okay, well, no, it's fine because it's a nice kind of area or whatever. It's like Montpellier, which is like south mm. of France, it's lovely. But uh, he was under dire financial strain <laughs> and was kind of like, we were out kind of like fixing wires and stuff, and he got really mad at us for not knowing how to fix vineyard wire. <laughs> and I was like, why Why would that be a skill I would know how to do? Like, you know, we're not, you know. Um, and we were kind of, we had to dine with him and his wife every evening and they were like at each other's throats. Like, oh. As in there was there was one point she was, you know, the wife was talking about like a festival that was in a nearby village. And the guy just got up and was like, no, it's not. It's on a Wednesday, not Thursday. Shut up, Kim. And was like screaming at her. We're all just like, oh my God. It sounded like John and Mary from <laughs> Father Ted. Yeah, it was exactly like that. It was just, it was so uncomfortable. Get the fucking so. crunchies. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he was just, he was awful. Like, it was kind of like just implying that we were lazy and stuff mm. and like, um, and he was like, oh, we're going to bottle some wine tomorrow. Um, so we're going to need you guys to get up extra early or whatever, get up, get up at seven. Uh, and we're like, no, we were like, oh, we'll get up at six. And he's like, no, no, get up at seven. So we got up at five, <laughs> wrote him a letter, and then just <laughs> so because he deserved it. Like yeah. it was like we were working for free, and he was still treating us horribly. Did you so, say that in the letter? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah we went, yeah, went all out in the, in the letter, um, <laughs> and just kind of yeah, just ran, and it was it was oh, it was mad. So we got to like Montpellier eventually. Uh, and we got a call from them and we like had a look at the phone we're like we're not answering that so we got this kind of message from them and you know how we were like obviously it probably was a bit childish but they deserved it (laughs) (laughs) you bravely Um, wrote them a letter and then bravely ran away got got out of there so (laughs) before they woke up so so. were they uh, saying please come back we've been harsh or you little swine it was kind of more like we didn't need you anyway it's like okay why are you so upset they had to to win no matter what yeah I'd say you were the final nail in the coffin for their relationship by the sense of things well I think we were for the vineyard anyway because they were out of business by the next summer like you know so it was you know, right. I don't know. It was it was poorly run anyway. But, uh, <laughs> so I I did that, and then like two summers later, I went to Spain. The next summer, I went to like a language school because I was like, I'm not doing that work away mm. kind of thing again, just in case. Because a lot of my friends had done it, and they all had stories of them escaping in the middle of the night. Yeah, well, it definitely <laughs> seems like there's a pattern emerging here. Yeah. So uh, I I went to a language school in France, and I, there's this woman who's <laughs> she uh, described herself as a host family and said she had three sons and all this sort of stuff. I got there. Her sons didn't speak to her. So she was like, you know, 
had a really poor relationship with her family and her neighbours <laughs> so, and stuff. So and that's like, why you were there. Yeah. To be a new son. That's basically what it was like. <laughs> oh, and no. So she was constantly kind of giving out to me about stuff and it was like, it was just really weird. So eventually it, it just got too much after a while and that like, it was a constant kind of bickering with me about like, even just small things like leaving the lights on or like she would just blame me for things she did so I remember one time she opened the cupboard and some of them fell out and she was like well that's your fault I was like why? <laughs> what did I do? Like, kind of, so yeah that, that got a bit much after a while so I was like okay I did the same thing again where I was kind of rearranging my stuff the night before to pack my bag and leave and she caught me and she was like oh what are you doing? and I was like oh I'm just uh, just tidying up in here and she's like oh okay cool you're such a good boy and I was like alright and then like <laughs> <laughs> so she went to work the next day and I kind of just I packed my bags and I, mm. I went back at lunchtime to get them so I got the bags the dog was there he went mental Earl I kind of posted the keys in the letterbox and I left right and I saw her coming round the corner <sighs> I was like oh no 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 as in like I got on their version of the Lewis I was sitting on it I could see her coming round the corner and I could see her face kind of scrunch up a recognition be like why is he on the and I kind of just <laughs> took off before she near me and then yeah like the, the school then got a really angry phone call from her being like I don't know what I did what, did I, what was I supposed to have done all this sort of stuff and I, I kind of detailed everything but even after I left she sent me this um, this email of this desk in her house that she had destroyed herself and was like you've destroyed my desk and I was like no I didn't what are you talking about and she's like I'm going to get an insurance company after you I was like all right, <laughs> like, <laughs> go ahead. Like, and then I was getting, I got a call at maybe five in the morning from her at one point, and I was like, okay, block the number, everything. So I, there was a point where I was I was really frightened she would turn up to my university because you know I went, mm. went to college or whatever, but yeah. thankfully that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> so holidaying in France this year? No. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go back. Well, so. What's the story has come to an end now. Mm. Do you want to leave or do you want to write a note? And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> Michael Frank, thanks for doing What's the Story today. Thank you very much for having me, guys. What's the story? Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. 